Welcome to today's I'm good. How are you? I'm not bad, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's alright. Just waiting for everyone to kind of get in. How are you today today? Yeah, not bad. Um, I went back to school today and it was like inset. So, you know, just going through the procedures and policies and stuff like that. So it was really good. Okay. My husband's also a teacher. He went back today as well. Oh, is it? <laughs> How yeah. did you find it? Um, I'm assuming that it was all right. I haven't actually spoken to him today yet. But um, my sister has also started as a teacher today. Um, okay. Starting her teacher training. Yeah. But she's secondary school. So is my husband's secondary school. Um, but oh, you're okay. a I'm primary, yeah. That's cool. different. Yeah, well, I guess with the with the kids it's a little bit more to like easier to maneuver them I guess um so yeah. I'm not sure that would work for you guys because little kids try to get them to like social distance that's not going I, to well that's the thing and I'm I'm based up at Keith Lynch too so it's easier for me yeah. yeah children downstairs but we'll wait and see what happens honestly yeah it's crazy. All right, so let's start. Um, introduce yourself to us. Oh, hi everyone. <laughs> uh, my name's Ketchy. Um, I'm a primary teacher um, specialised in Upper Key Stage 2 and um, I'm on the platform. My Insta, my Insta platform is Teacher Diaries where I just speak about all things teaching from um, obviously my opinion, my perspective in teaching. Mm-hmm. So, um, how long have you been a teacher for? Um, this is coming up to my fourth year. Okay, fourth cool. Year, and I'm yeah, going to year six this year, so it's quite exciting. Mm. Yeah, it's quite exciting. I can't wait, to be honest. Yeah. So, um, give me a kind of rundown of what your typical day was before COVID. Like, you know, when you come um, to class kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, um, so usually I get in school, I try to get in school before like 7.30, um, I like to get in, get all my prep sorted, plan my um, work sorted and prepared for the children and then I get time to chill as well, mm. so in that morning like I could go to the staff and chill or talk to people, chill, but I make sure I have everything planned in the morning, children start at um, 8.50, come in do some work do you want a day to like the rundown from the morning to break to lunch to um a rough rough like so obviously now like rough, okay. the kids come in you know you welcome them yeah, in kids come in start work yeah break 10 40 to 11 mm-hmm. another hour of lesson then obviously afternoon lessons and we finish school at 3 20 so um yeah not it wasn't too, it's not too bad mm-hmm. and obviously after school you're doing if you have staff meeting you have staff meeting if not you do what you have to do and then leave <laughs> okay so what's the what do you feel like the major changes are going to be in terms of like how your day-to-day was like now post-covid how do you feel like it's going to change it's gonna be um there's gonna be a lot of staggered starts mm. from for me and my because i'm starting a new school oh, i've got to say that we're not going to be doing staggered starts they're going to be allocating different areas for teach children to come into the building, um, but no staggered start. So everybody's starting at the same time. Oh, wow. everybody's finishing, yeah, everybody's finishing at the same time. Whereas in my previous school, they were staggering each year group. Even when um, the government allowed for like year six and year one section and year one to come in, it was all staggered. So this is going to be quite different. And I think the main difference is we are going to have staggered play times and staggered lunch times. Um, um, in terms of those routines, that's mm. what's going to be the main difference. In teaching, it's going to be more of a focus on the emotional well-being 
um, mental well-being of children. So for my school, we are currently taking the first week to actually talk to children, discuss certain things, look at children's behaviour patterns, you know, just make them um, comfortable about coming back into school before mm-hmm. actually starting any work, doing yeah. any um, studying or anything like that. I think the main focus is getting children back into school and making them feel comfortable, seeing as a lot of children have not been in the school since March. Mm-hmm. So again, you're, re- you're like adjust there, get they're adjusting themselves back into that environment. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good. I've literally been screaming at my nephew to like pick up a book. I was like, you're starting school soon. You better start reading, you know? Yeah, a lot. lot. And I tutor as well. Mm -hmm. So um, there are children who, you know, in my head, I expect them to be at a certain place. But obviously, because they haven't had that much support, like, Obviously, the parents can do as much as they can, but because they haven't had the like the teacher support, the teacher be on top of them, and so forth. Unfortunately, there are there are gaps, and I am doing my best as a tutor to help fill those gaps in. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So, obviously, yes. Now there's going to be gaps. What do you feel like um, the teachers will find like most challenging coming back to school? Um, I think. Uh, number one behavior mm. um, being in lockdown the children being in lockdown a lot of children would have experienced so many like we, we don't even know what children have experienced yeah you know, there could possibly be like a loss of someone in their family or around them or they may have like been in an environment where you know you know how they're in school for like six hours mm. and and now that they're at home for the whole day, they may be experiencing things that they never had witnessed before. So coming, they may be taking, they may have developed some behavioural, um, I don't want to say problems or issues, but their behaviour may change. Some yeah. may become more aggressive. Yeah. Some may become more emotional or quiet or withdrawn. So that is one area where teachers have to, well, maybe find difficult and, mm-hmm. you know, find that avenue to help children to support them. Yeah. Um, another area is, again, the, the gaps in the learning. Yeah. You know, I'm going to year six, but I know that I'm going to have to gap the learning from year five, even probably if they weren't secure in year four, year four as well. So it's a lot of being in the gap and it's time consuming. Mm-hmm. But you know, this is something that we have to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, those are the two main ones that I can actually think of. Yeah, I wouldn't even think of like the behavioural one. To be fair, yeah, yeah, that's that's a big. I'd like to think that my children have been secure at home. So yeah. back to nursery, my my yeah. kids are free. But when they get back to nursery, they shouldn't really be playing up. I'd yeah, be surprised if they would. But obviously, yes, not everyone's in that kind of secure environment. Um, it's uh, true, and and they lose their routine. Mm, definitely. So, well, for you, for your child, say nursery. They're going. Yeah, they're going to start. Well, yeah, they're going to start nursery. So they're free. Oh, that's that's going to be like routine from home and routine in nursery is going to be completely different. Mm. So getting them to adjust to you know listen to somebody else, just another authority figure, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So yeah, it's that just adjusting. Yeah. Um. So for those starting school for the first time, obviously, so we're going to nursery, but in terms of reception, um, what can the parents do to create a smooth transition? Because the school environment that they're expecting to go into is not going to be that because obviously yeah. and everything. How can parents help? Okay, I think for reception and those younger children, I think it's important to just be candid as possible as much as they can understand just speak to them clearly and just let them know this is what is what you're going to be going into there are a lot of videos online for mm-hmm. younger children for them to just like you know visually see how and um what they're going to experience in the classroom um unfortunately you know parents are not allowed on site as mm. they would have been before like to just hang around you know when it's such a child because sometimes they get a little bit upset because it's a new environment yeah um so it's important beforehand just for parents just to talk to their children 
sit them down, let them know the situation that's going on. And, you know, this is what's going to take place. So, you know, because they watch you washing your hands as much. You can't be um, playing so closely to another child and so forth like that. But when you actually get into the school building, it's hard to like, okay, social distancing, but there's only so much social distancing that you can do. Mm-hmm. So it's like saying with the social distance, but actually in the building, you, you cannot really social distance that distance that much anyway. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that makes sense. Just for reference, kind of what area is your school? Not to say what your school is, but just... oh yeah, Southeast London Catford. Oh okay, so yeah. there's going to be a high density school, isn't it? Yes, like an outskirts school. Yeah. Um, I wonder how you got because you're going to have thirty kids, like regardless, mm-hmm. in your class. Yeah. Time. Um, and my school is now a free form entry. So, yeah, pardon? What does that mean? Oh, sorry. Okay, so there's three um, three classes per year group. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, you know, there's like about 90 children even... up to, yeah, per year group. That's like 90 kids per year. Yeah, yeah. Nah, that's mad. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot. That's the most I've done. My previous school was two form entry, but it, it was decreasing into one. But, oh. you know, yeah, but this is the most, yeah, free form entry. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> See, things like that, like, scare me, because obviously my kids are going to go to, um, they're, I'm going to be applying for reception for next year. Like, they just get lost in the system, because there's so many kids. There's so many kids. But you, obviously you, you hope that the teacher is you know gonna do her best or his best and be outstanding for that whole class including your child even mm. though they have the 30 children to look after mm. but they have to make sure that they're inclusive to all children in the classroom mm-hmm. yeah okay so off topic or on topic yeah. um i have twins so i have a boy and a girl oh, would you thank you would you put them in the same year in the same class or would you no. put them classes separate really yeah um i've had i've taught in year five like it was like two years ago and there were twin boys and they were separated Mm. i think like it's easy it's it's easier for children twins to be separated so that they can form their own identity rather Mm -hmm. than relying on each other Mm. even though obviously they they can play together in the playground because they're in the same year group but in the class, not only separate, some, one might feel, uh, I don't know, one might outshine the other and the other might get upset and, yeah. you know, you don't want that. So, yeah, it, I think it's best to be separate, you know. Mm-hmm. In, in uh, my, my daughter does a lot of the talking for her brother. Yeah, see? Okay. Yeah. yeah, we get that already. But it'll be like, you know, they'll be the, even when they're apart for like a few, like a few hours or say like the, his dad takes him out to get his hair cut and he comes back, yeah. he's like, oh my gosh, Janae, I've missed you. And he's like, oh, yeah. so and it's like, guys, <laughs> all day already together. But yeah, I think it would be, bond, it? yeah, it would be a really yeah. big transition for them to be like so close but so far from each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see because in there like, it's a lot smaller it's a really small class so they all oh, t- oh is it oh that's fine nursery i feel like nursery is fine but as yeah. you get older there was there's another two twins in yeah. my school i didn't teach them but every time they went like they're separated but every time they saw each other in the playground they would literally run to each other that's literally was, they would do it was so cute but also a bit weird yeah no that is how this- <laughs> are like even in the morning so say if like one is sleeping and the other one wakes up first and then like an hour later the next one wakes up is oh Janae I've missed you okay go and sweat out with daddy (laughs) like oh Janae I've missed you you were sleeping (laughs) but she was sleeping she couldn't (laughs) the love is too deep deep. it's crazy But okay, so back on topic. In terms of um, 
the cleanliness of the school and kind of what precautions will be taken for um, the black children. So do you guys have to wear masks like when you're learning, when you're teaching? Um, That's the discretion of the teacher. So they did say that you don't have to, but they have it available. So they have face masks, they have face shields, they have the whole PPE for teachers that do feel they want to wear masks. There are some members of staff in the school that are wearing like the face masks and the shields in the school, but again, that's to your discretion. Mm, okay. Um, what about children? Would they provide, would they like, would any children have to wear masks or anything like that, especially if they have like a, obviously like an autoimmune disease or something like that? Yeah, again, children are allowed to wear masks. Again, it's to the parents or the family's discretion. Okay. But what I've just learned recently is that with like, you know, the blue mask, they're disposable, yeah. that you can't be touching it too much. There's yeah. like a particular way to take them off. Yeah. So my school have said that if you, if they are going to bring these masks in, it's important for them to have three or four with mm -hmm. them. Because mm -hmm. if you're touching it, you're, um, you're contaminating. contaminating it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, or, you know, you can't just pull it down to speak it has to stay on so you if you wear one to school you take it off dispose it yeah you change it and if you touch it yeah first we have wash your hands and all this stuff so it's important if that is the case they they that i will let the children know when they come into class if you're wearing a mask this is this is the steps that you need to take mm -hmm. um you have to wash your hands or what use hand gel to make sure that you just you know you're handling the face masks or the facials with care and you know, and you're keeping everybody else around you safe and yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like hand gels and sanitizer and stuff all provided around the school, in the classroom, all those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. So each class has has their own sink and hand wash okay. and tissue or whatever. So I have that um hands will be washed as soon as they come into the building, you know, when they leave obviously when they go to the toilet, when um coming back from lunch and playtime, um, after PE or mm -hmm. even before PE, hands will just be washed and there will be certain times and children will know when to, when you have to wash your hands and just, or use hand sanitizer mm. for, yeah, safety. Okay. So social bubbles, if, does that exist in your school? I, honestly, I just, uh, <laughs> okay, so obviously before lockdown, they had this bubbles and whatnot. I, cause I was working during lockdown. Mm. I was going, cause my school, year five had to come in. And obviously the year five's coming in time. We stay in our own classroom. We eat in a particular place that we play in the cave. And, oh. Cut out, sorry. <laughs> yeah, you, did you hear it? Should I start again? No, I'm here. Okay, yeah, so. Mm -hmm. We had a particular place where we played and stuff like that. Um, now, we it's, it is a bubble. It's a bubble of your own classroom. However, mm -hmm. when we go to play, you can play with all your sixes. Okay. So, okay, you have a bubble in your class. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you have a bubble in your class, but then you also have a bubble in your year group. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Makes yeah. So friends should be able to see friends. Yeah, as much as possible. But it'll be it'll be in your year group. That's even when you know you're coming into school, you have a designated area. So it's like a bubble. So you go to that area where you come in. And I didn't realize this. My new school has so many entrances. Mm. So you, like all year groups have their own entrance, which is <laughs> amazing. But yeah. yeah, so that's really good. That works well. Unless, like, you know, you're, like, year five and you have to go all the way around the school when it's long. Some children might have to do that. They might have to yeah. go around the whole building oh, to get where they need to go. But at the end of the day, safety comes first. Yeah, definitely. So um, what about, like, ventilation and, you know, things like that to help the air in the building? Because I know these old buildings, it's very hard to open a window in school. Yeah. Well, my section of the school, luckily for me, we have air conditioning. Oh, okay. So 
they have put in new filters and all that stuff to clean them for that area where we are at because Essex have their own wing should we say mm-hmm. um, I think for other parts of the school it would be they have the automatic windows okay so the windows will be open at a certain time so that when maybe when the room is stuffy it goes by I think heat mm. if it's stuffy the room will open and teachers can control that as well as by a key okay. um, I don't know about the uh open and close windows which are accessible to everybody mm. I, I think teachers will again be at their own discretion whether they want the windows to be open mm-hmm. whether doors will be open as well mm. in the classrooms mm. yeah so um would there be a need for like physical barriers you know when it's like dinner time or yeah you know, like they're going to be in a space where you know they have to get service from someone yeah like for the dinner staff, they're going to have all these different kids walking past. Would there be like, you know, plexiglass or anything like that in schools? Um, I don't think so. I know they already have plexiglass in the kitchen for where the food is. Mm. So they already have that in place. But in terms of like where children are sitting together mm. to eat or in the classroom on the tables, mm. there wouldn't be any plexiglass, plexiglass mm. um, to as a barrier. Mm. No, they always keep. I think they always keep it open, and I feel like if that if they were to put that in place, it will make children, and especially I feel like I will be feeling a bit awkward. Yeah, having to you know talk to someone through a like a, it's like through glass or a screen. Yeah, um, t- children will question why is this why is this in place, and then yeah. obviously if it's in place. Why can't we just be at home if we feel like it's not safe enough? With again, we're going to have to be boxed in mm. to our own little like bubble mm. in the classroom. So I don't feel like it's necessary yeah. as long as the the correct precautions and safety measures are taking place in the school. Mm. Yeah, plexiglass is a no for me. Okay. Yeah. At least it make it feel like a prison. <laughs> yeah, that's the key. That's the right word. A prison. Yeah. Basically. That's crazy. So would you guys be doing like temperature checks for kids and stuff? No. I, no. I, that, that I'm not aware of, no. Mm. Um, like, for instance, if a child is not feeling well, mm-hmm. I just know that if they're not feeling well, call parents, um, they should go home. Obviously, they give us notice if anything in terms of the COVID arises so that mm-hmm. we can take measures into, into the school and what mm-hmm. we need to do. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you know, no temperature checks. But if a child's not feeling well, monitor them as you usually do. Because again, we're coming into autumn, yeah, and flu season. Yeah. You know, cold mm-hmm. sniffles or whatever. Mm-hmm. You monitor that child. You see how you obviously know the symptoms of COVID. You know the symptoms of other. They're quite similar. Yeah. So you, at your own judgment, you do what is necessary. If you think it's a bit too much for you, or you know. The child is not actually not feeling well. Call home. They need to monitor their child at home. Obviously, if it gets serious, call um, GP or whoever and let us know. Mm-hmm. It's important, yeah, that communication is important just to let us teachers know mm-hmm. what the situation is at home so that we can take the measures at school. So what's the procedures in place for if? they do have COVID so then is there that track and trace you know everyone's going yeah. to be in the class do they all have to self-isolate for two weeks like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie mm-hmm. they have we haven't gone that far but I, what I know is that if the child does ha- if um someone did have it and it was in a certain year group mm-hmm. or in a, a bubble it'll actually be a year group or a bubble mm-hmm. then um, people will be made aware and it would be that some people will have to go into isolation now I don't know if that's the whole year group going into isolation because again we are free for entry yeah so imagine 90 children like a whole year group not being in school for like 14 days and then the next so, come and say oh but I've got COVID and then another 14 no they can't do that it's true it's like a ripple effect yeah like, this whole thing is affecting every Whatever you think about it, it's affecting little areas yeah. in our in our lives. So, 
we just again taking the right precautions being safe mm-hmm. in all that we do but then again if someone does say i won't be i won't be in school <laughs> i hope yeah definitely definitely so um would if a child has to go into isolation say it is a small bubble um because one child had covid and then say there's like the little 10 kids in the bubble um what would be in place for um school work how would they receive their school work do you mean a bubble at home i mean so, do you mean so, isolation at home kids have covid like in your school and then they said okay well these 10 kids have to isolate because they were around okay. yeah so there's 10 kids off um because oh how would they um receive schoolwork would you would is there anything like remote schoolwork in place already for that kind of thing so because lockdown has allowed us to use online learning platforms mm. that will be in place for children because if they're they're aware of it now on how mm-hmm. to use those platforms so mm-hmm. teachers will be putting work on on those platforms and again if children that have in- access to the internet teachers will be making work packs okay. for those children just so they won't you know they're also getting the resources that they would get in class mm. it's just that it won't be you know the academic one-to-one teacher support but yeah. at least they're doing some of the work at home yeah but either online or through paperwork so is there anything that's not going to happen like assembly PE? Um, what other things do they do that social gathering like trips they're all cancelled uh, no 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 so I know PE still is going on they were talking about whether children will wear their PE kits to school or not but then you know some children that have um, full PE kits so maybe that won't you know work because again they don't want children walking on the streets with just our oh, tracksuit and they're, they're, oh, they're going to school Mm. <laughs> it doesn't look good for the school mm. so i know pe still going on it's just whether they will actually come to school in their pe kits or change in the school mm. um assemblies i think it'll just be yeah group assemblies okay it won't be mixed mixed group assemblies and trips yes trips are still going on i i haven't booked a trip to go out but i've booked people to come in okay but that will be staggered for my year group we're having them um, the police horses come into the school okay yes six class so it'll be a staggered it'll be a staggered thing for them and then also they have their precautions and their risk assessments and all things that they they need to settle on their end to make sure that they're safe as well in the school mm. well, so they're not really going to miss out on too much and no. then like playtime so that's going to be staggered yeah my thing is yeah. you know, kids like by the time it's like 12 okay they're hungry but if you're staggering like lunchtime and stuff when it like be long for them to wait even a little bit longer to like eat yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i think yeah it will be they said that their children have 20 minute slots and some children eat slow, so I don't know what? how that's going to work. So, really? But they did say, yeah, good 20 minutes. I know that, um, yes, yeah, it's go first, hooray. Mm. But, um, and then they're going, I don't, oh. yeah, yes, yeah, it's go first. And they either go into the, uh, the, the, the designated area to play or back to the classroom okay. um, to, to do indoor play. Okay. Um yeah but obviously if it does run over again this is why i said with the whole social distancing it's a bit of a contradiction you want to you want to um social distance how or i mean sorry bubble however there may be a bit of a mix because because if year six are still eating or even year one or year two or whoever mm-hmm. and the next class are ready to come in it's kind of a mix already so you know you have to pick and choose your battles and so easier if everyone just had lunch in their class yes but then hot lunch will be will be a bit of an issue because that's the stations in the kitchen Mm. so then you know you're then going to have to take orders from children okay what do you want for hot lunch because not everybody has the same thing yeah so then it won't 
it would only work if they were having like sandwiches and the orange juice or orange in their classroom. Yeah, what if that was the case? Like they could have the ones who get like free school meals are having packed lunches packed for them by, you mm -hmm. know. They... I mean, that could work. Mm. We did that, okay, again, in my previous school, they, we asked them what sandwich they want. Mm -hmm. Or you bring a pack of lunch in. Yeah. If you bring, if you want a sandwich, what do you want? And this is what you get in it. But then again, I've seen school dinner. I've seen school sandwiches. That they're not the best. So. No, they're not. Yeah. But. Yeah. And then I just saw someone that said the teacher needs a break. Yes. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> yes, yeah, I forgot about be... that. Yeah, you guys do need. That. <laughs> there will be um someone. They, we usually do a swap, so probably I'll do a half an hour, and then the TA or whoever's there will do a half an hour slot, and then we go back into doing lessons or whatever. Okay. Yeah. It, it is, it's going to be full on. Yeah. It's going to be full on, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Okay, so what can we as parents do to help you guys? Because I feel like lockdown has definitely made it so that we know this teacher life is not easy. It's not for me. No, is it? <laughs> and we really have to like put our heads together and not every day bashing teachers like, oh yeah, you're picking on my child. No, <laughs> your child is difficult, and that's the end. You know? The child doesn't want to learn. That's it. Right. Like, so what could um, be um, I would say, you know, just communication is key. Um, if they have any concerns, please let us know. If you know, in, obviously over this period, they've been their parents have been with their child throughout. So mm -hmm. if they've noticed anything uh, in way their child has changed behaviour, or you know, does it like something anymore, or you know, they know their child better, let the teachers know so that we can just be aware of that and you know how we can support that child better in the classroom. Um, again being open to hear what we have to say you know when teachers are not don't want to just come to parents and just be like oh your child was this and your child was that we, if we generally have concerns we want you to know so that we can both tackle it head on mm -hmm. um yeah i just think communication with parents really and truly um yeah i've got to think about the moment mm. <laughs> yeah you're going into year six um parents who are having kids going into year six is going to be completely different for them because there's not going to be any like sats or anything like that is there do we do we even know if that's oh, i haven't i haven't heard anything about not there's no sats we're still i feel like oh because i'm well i'm sure it was like a light rumor in the news that whether that like exams were going to be cancelled again I'm moving forward I, I wasn't I'm not aware of SATs or anything being cancelled. Okay. For me, I do know that we're still moving in that direction where we're, prepared, we're going to be preparing for SATs come end of autumn into spring. Okay. Um, if not, I, I don't know. I know that some one, one of my teacher colleagues, they did last year, they, before they broke up for lockdown, he did um, assessments, so he did use the pre previous SATS paper and assessed all children mm. with those to okay. just see, you know, give a guideline of where probably they will come mm. um, with the SATS, you know, using the mark, mark scheme and stuff like that. So they could um, they basically teach an assessment and teach a judgment in terms of their SATS results. So that's something that we could actually think about when it, if they do decide again, okay, we're not going to do any exams. This is what we're going to do. You know, use previous SATS papers, use teacher judgment and go from there. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's good. That's good. Um, in terms of things like um, uniform, I know that kids will want to like, you know, take things off and stuff and put them on and lose them and things like that. Is there like, does everyone have their own little like cubby where they can keep their own stuff or like, you don't want people to... It's not, yeah. I don't know how it's to... not separate. Mm. It's not a separate place. It's like, 
it's like a cubby, mm -hmm. but it's got lots of hooks in it, so it won't be separated. Right. So children will just be hanging up their things. So again, it's mixing together mm -hmm. in the classroom. If you want to take your jumper off, it's why I say to children, you take your jumper off, you leave it off. Mm. When you jump it on, you leave it on, and that's it. Till you go to break or whatever. Yeah. So that I don't fiddling all that stuff. Just get comfortable now, and then that's that. Obviously, if it's too cold, put a jump back on. If it's yeah. too hot, I'm gonna take it off. Yeah. But all that fiddling. Yeah. It's just letting children be aware. You know. Be, do do what you need to do to be comfortable. Yeah. But don't be fussing around too much around people. Because other people, you don't want to make people feel uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, in terms of, like, I didn't even think about that. Because even um, stationary and stuff, mm -hmm. I'm thinking, well, they did mention children having their individual stationery for themselves. <laughs> yeah. However, I, I, I feel like I have to, because they haven't put anything in place, they haven't given me anything, like, individual pencil cases. But I feel like yes, it will have the individual pencil cases. If not, I might go and just buy their pencil cases and just put everything inside so that they're not mixing and matching. That makes sense. Oh, I've lost my pencil. I've done this. Or oh, this person has this. I think it'll be easier just just thinking about it just now. Yeah. But then I feel like it's better if the school provides that because then it becomes like, oh, but I've got this shiny one and you don't. And then yeah, you know what I mean. It's true. It's true. It's something to talk about with the school, but. Mm. I was I was just thinking clear pencil cases. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If they come into school with only pencil cases, that's what you want to do. But then maybe some children may not come into school with pencil cases or anything like that. Yeah. And the school will have to provide something. Yeah. But yeah, they don't want to be mixing and matching pencils and all that stuff. They want children to keep their own individual things for themselves. Yeah. So I have to find out about that tomorrow yeah too. but they like kids have their own tray i remember when I'm, i think i was in primary school i had my own like yeah. okay so they could keep their stuff in there then well yeah luckily for me my i have lots of trays that i'm not using so i'm mm. going to personalize them and give them to each child so they can yeah. get all their things in and yeah hopefully please god keep them safe yeah the children do oh yeah Definitely, I can imagine. Yeah. I can imagine. So do you have, like, a dental spray? You know, like, I have, I have, like, an aerosol that you could just, like, spray over things. Like, if you yeah, want... Yeah, so I have wipes. And, okay, wipes. I have cloth. Mm-hmm. I have hand sanitizer. You know, I'm going to get the children to be their own cleaners. Mm-hmm. You know, I've wiped for everybody to be wiping down their desk from, you know, if after play wipe down your desk after lunch if you're eating in the classroom wipe down your desk wash your hands mm -hmm. I, but i don't want to be a scare scaremonger mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. i don't want to be like oh my gosh the child sneeze go 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 yeah. go out the yeah. classroom or something you have like to do yeah sensitivity yeah sensitivity and just you know okay you know what you have to do whatever mm -hmm. don't make too much of a fuss about it and especially children media and all that stuff you don't want children to be like oh that person's got the the, whatever this person yeah. got that you know so i'm going to be the model for children and they imitate me so i make sure that i'm not give it i'm not putting that scaremongering onto them mm. and they they know that you know this is a safe place um we're not going to, we're not going to judge we're not going to do anything we're going to keep it you know profesh in the classroom and go from there mm -hmm. does school provide you cleaning products so you bought it yourself Oh, no, I've, I've bought, they had PPE, they had hand sanitizer, but I have, I have extra, I have my wipes, I have my cloth, I have my sprays for the table. Mm. Um, that means yeah. that classroom is going to be the same, because not all the teachers are thinking like you. No, no, mm. probably not, you know, mm. I, <laughs> these children are big children, they have to clean up after themselves, I'm not clean after them. Mm. Um, and especially because we don't I, I think the cleaners only come after school yeah. it's why my previous school I keep going back to my previous school but they had day cleaners so they will come in while the children are out and clean the tables quickly give it a wipe down or you know and then after school do the, do the proper clean so mm -hmm. again because I've seen that I'm going to implement that yeah. for myself in the yeah. classroom with mm. the children Makes yeah, sense. they should provide they should yeah <laughs> 
you to do the clean up. But I guess it would work different in the younger years because obviously, well, actually, Jacob can spray a spray bowl. You know? Oh, is it? Oh, that's good. Yeah. Keep them from young. He loves cleaning. Like, I have to tell him, like, stop. Like, I don't need your help right now. But oh, at least he wants the help. Yeah. Cherish it now. I know. He gets older. I am not like push you away too much is as soon as like my washing machine like sings i don't know if anyone's got a samson washing machine it sings so as soon as i put on literally it's like let's who can get there quickly like to help mommy put the power oh. in the washing machine and yeah press the button and put all the wash that uh, no it's not every day perish it perish <laughs> it because when they when they get older they don't want to do it for you then you i know <laughs> yeah see too bad school yeah school should um provide the cleaning products because you know you they can't environment. Pay, yeah you can't be paying for everything anyway exactly uh, the same with um as you said the pencil cases so do you have carpet time then or are they just on their table and that's it they're on the table, table. Only. Okay. So I, don't, I don't have space for a carpet time i try to that's again with the tables i'm not they say one meter, one meter or a bit, whatever. But I, I can't. Obviously, they won't be sitting next to each other, regardless. Yeah. No matter what, they're sitting next to each other. I can't arrange my class to have space for a carpet, and the children are a bit too big to be sitting on the carpet. Mm. Probably, I probably can do groups on the carpet, but not mm. the whole class. Mm -hmm. So yeah, majority of the class would be sit on their ta at their tables and their desk. Okay, so are they sitting next to each other? Yeah. Well, yeah, because they yeah, kids. so like, yeah, side by side, yeah, okay, and then they all yeah. face the front. Oh, okay, yeah. I guess that preps them for secondary school as well. Like yeah, it can, but, it, it yeah. will do, it will yeah. do, but I might change. I don't, I don't like that. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I thought I did like it, yeah, but then some children, I group children. Okay. So and it's easier to work with some children in groups when if they're two by two, I can't you know, I can't group work with them because yeah. they're sitting set they're not sitting in groups if that makes sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it'll just be like okay, talk to this table first, talk to this table next, or get them all like I don't I don't know. We'll see how it goes when we go into the classroom. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how you do it unless you did it in like rows and then the group would be that row. It could work like that, yeah, right. yeah. But then I just feel like the room is tight, tight, yeah. so there's no space to walk around. Yeah, yeah. So I don't. There's always something. Yeah, <laughs> there's always something. Go for it, honestly. Yeah, you guys are blessings. Um, is there anything else you want to tell us about what you've experienced so far, going back into work? No, yeah. Obviously, everybody's been lovely. Again, I've started a new school. Um, it's been very welcoming working with more staff I did want to mention actually mm -hmm. just talking about everything that's been going on in the media social media and everything like that just that it's important for teachers well as um, educators to show more of um, well not more but more diversity in the teaching more inclusivity in the teachings because children have gone and seen everything on on media they've seen the black lives matter protest they've seen them that have taken place they've seen so much that could probably traumatize them mm -hmm. and again it's important as educators to just use our voices and help children not to internalize but to speak speak out on what's happened what what are their thoughts on this you know mm. and especially i think I, I believe my school is heavily diverse of children um yeah. of different backgrounds mm -hmm. so there will be children that you know may want to speak about these things so it's given that platform to speak to give them activities about social justice and inequality just implemented that into the curriculum making sure that children know that they have somebody who is willing to allow them to speak to stand with them to speak with them you know stuff like that and it's lovely because my they are all on the same in the head, same headspace as me 
mm-hmm. in terms of the whole social justice. So they they were just speaking. Of, we were just speaking about it today. How can we, you know, make sure children are treated fairly? Um, they are not judged. You know, what could how would the children be feeling in regards to this? What are we going to do to make sure that children? are like treated fairly are receiving that just fair treatment in life in school and so forth so it was really nice um really nice conversation today in school with the teachers okay that makes sense um would you be having that kind of like a like a forum for the kids to have discussion time especially obviously as year six they would probably have more questions than the younger years yeah, def- definitely, um, definitely. I know before, well, during lockdown when I was teaching, I, I was listening to the children and what they were saying. They are, a lot of them have phones, a lot of them have access to the internet. I Rather than internalising it, let them say what they need to say. It's not fair. Mm-hmm. A lot of them will say, it's not fair. Why? A lot of them will say, why are we treating like this? And part of them was oh, I don't know what to tell you. I really mm-hmm. don't know. But then, you know, it's just the teaching, going back into history, where where does it start from? How do we get this float this far? And it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And children want to take this stuff in. And that's what really surprised me when I started speaking, when I started teaching in, in from the beginning. They want to learn about this stuff, mm. you know? They want to take it all in and see what change they can make or just go and talk to it about somebody. This is what I learned today, you know. What do you think about this? So definitely going to be doing more forums, more um, discussions, more debates in the classroom. And it's not only just about, you know, um, black lives, but just justice and social justice in in general. Yeah, definitely. Um, especially is that that transition from primary school to secondary school as well is going to be massive because it's just that you know they can either stay the same or just try and reinvent themselves when they go to secondary school um so yeah identity that's an important one as well what is their identity who are they yeah 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 my nephew he's got he's starting year seven and he's very how is he he's very um introvert that's the one they're like okay yeah like when they into themselves yeah 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 yeah. his 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 strategy going into year seven is that like i'm just gonna stay in the library and read we're all like no you can't do that yeah no attempt to make friends you might find a friend that wants to go to library with you but you can't like shield yourself from like what's happening around you like try He's just like, no, nope, I'm not making friends. <laughs> his, older, his older brother will <laughs> be in that. out there. He has I, to enjoy. Honestly, you know. Or like, no, you can't. I, I'm, I'm sure he'll find someone who's just as like into like what he's into. Yeah. But he just needs to put himself out there. He's just, he's always been like that. Always like a little, the one in the corner likes to draw. Mm. Like be really quiet. Yeah, by himself. Yeah, but then he has his like core friends and then obviously now going into year seven they're all going different places so oh, have they? it's gonna be like a really big shock and then his older brother who's gonna be near nine yeah they're like yeah we don't want anything to do with each other in school so you just Aww. you go that way <laughs> so he's just like yeah i'm just gonna stay in the library we're just like no no i'm still i'm still shell you know, find people, you know, that he can interact with, yeah. make friends, not stay by himself. Because, again, when you go to school, you want to experience it for the first, and that's that's making friends, that's finding something that you love, that's finding yeah. teachers that you can, you know, you can relate to and all that stuff. So hopefully he can experience all of that in year seven. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. He's stubborn, like you're introvert and you're stubborn at the same time. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh gosh! And he's black. That changes. Yeah, and he's black. Oh, obviously, but he's black, and he's like, um, how do I say? He's not into like the standard things. So okay. he's really into like, um, what's it like Japanese comics? Like you know, like that manga. Anime. Stuff. 
not anime yeah so he's yeah. In, so it's not like a common thing as such but it is like there are people that like it you just need to talk to people and then you'll yeah, find there, there are definitely it's not, no one walks around with a badge saying i love anime like all the exactly time. but it's definitely there so i feel like he just feels like oh it's a, it's a really niche thing and i'm not going to find anyone that's like me but um you only find that when you start talking to people to be yeah. honest that's only, that's the only way you find out who likes what you like who, who you can debate with about what you like that's that's the only way exactly this is what we're trying to tell them but anyway we'll see we'll do his next year but they're doing a thing where it's um so he's based in catford as well and um they're doing a thing where it's um what's it one year per a day so like year seven's going on monday one year year per a day oh okay so like um they're doing mondays it's going to be just year sevens then tuesday just year eight just year nine just year 10 just year 11 and the next week i think they'll start integrating them more okay yeah i don't know how that i know secondaries um it used to be the children moving around now it will be the teachers moving around Mm -hmm. that's the only thing that i know about secondary schools that's Mm. that's what's going on but yeah Mm. I didn't, well, some, some schools will have different approaches and different strategies yeah. to getting children back into the building. So that is one way of doing it. Yeah, it's going to be really, yeah. But I'm not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We're still trying, I'm still trying to get people to write their name. Yeah, and I just... know. <laughs> it'll be fine, it'll be fine. Yeah, it has, has to, it has to yeah but anyway thank you so much for today thank Um, you for having me everything i don't know if anyone's got any more questions in the um comments if not i know your dms are open they are they are so just let us know what your um at is again i have i have got it pinned in the comments anyway so um it's at um underscore teacher diaries yeah you can find me if you want to ask me anything thank you yep oh you're welcome guys it's been fun yeah again yeah definitely definitely we can talk all things on um how to prepare our kids for sats because obviously that's next big thing um we are all teachers now in our own special ways so (laughs) you can exactly parents are teachers yeah, and I as think much as they didn't know how much <laughs> teachers actually go through, they they know now, and yeah, you know they we do. We, we do know now that teachers parents can teach their children. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know we know we can too. We need to go and brush yeah. skills first. But um, yeah, thank you so much for today, and no forward to talking to you again. Definitely, definitely. Thank you. All right then. Bye. Bye.